This is Brain Diet, episode number one. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. I am thrilled to be recording this episode, and I'm even more thrilled, honestly, thinking about all of the amazingness to come. (laughs) There is so much coming down the pike. Just you wait, my friends. It is going to be so great, and I'm just so excited. As... This is the first official episode of the podcast. I want to officially introduce myself and explain a little bit about my story because it's crucial to what I teach and what I do in my practice as a life coach. So let's start with this. I have an extensive background in fitness and nutrition. It all started essentially when I was in high school and I was dealing with an eating disorder, which at the time was really obviously difficult and um, I didn't really see a light at the end of the tunnel at the time, but it kind of was the jumping off point for getting me to where I am today. And I'm really grateful for that. When I got into college, I devoted a great deal of time and energy to overcome what I was going through and to figure out how to use it in my favor. And through extensive measures that we don't necessarily need to go into today, I found a very healthy love for food and for exercise. I studied it. I devoured all the information I could find. I even majored in it. I graduated with a bachelor's degree in it. And I really discovered that I had a passion for the things that were once so scary to me and that haunted me, right? Be it food or weightlifting, cooking, nutrition, running, health, all all things in that realm, became something that I really genuinely loved and was so excited to learn more about. So academically, I would consider myself pretty well-versed in those subjects, but because it's also a hobby and a passion, I could say, I would consider myself extra informed, I suppose. I love learning new information about exercise physiology and all about how truly incredible our bodies are. So I know very literally how to nourish the brain. I know the proper supplements to take that support cognition and brain elasticity. I know what chemical compounds to avoid in foods that prevent the brain from functioning optimally. Um, I'm familiar with how behavior and physical activity affect the brain. I, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm not an expert, but I would consider myself pretty well informed and I've been able to use that information to my favor and to my family's favor. 
but I had all of this knowledge about physical health. I have essentially gone to the gym or worked out pretty much five days a week for the last, what, eight years? I mean, granted, I had two kids. And so for the six weeks after I had my two kids, I wasn't in the gym. But other than that, I mean, really, I have worked out so consistently over the last eight years. I mean, I was at the gym for both of my children the day I went into labor, both of them. Anyway, I had all of this knowledge. I've been very consistent in applying this knowledge. And yet, there was one of the most crucial components to my overall human health that I had not yet truly discovered. This component was and is mental health. Okay? I was able to so well take care of my body and yet I had no idea how to take care of my mind. I essentially needed a gym for my mind. And honestly, I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. The truth is most people don't take consistent action to really care for their mental health, even though they might think they do. Because caring for your mental health, it's not creating a Pinterest board with motivational quotes. It's not just reading self-help books. It's not just following uplifting Instagram accounts. And it's not just listening to TED Talks. Now, I'm a huge fan of all of those things. I do all of those things. But those things do not give you the how. They don't give you the how of applying all of those Instagram quotes, Pinterest quotes, self-help material, TED Talks, those are just information that your brain takes in, but actually applying them is where the rubber meets the road. So how do you do this? How do you apply all of the self-help books you've ever read? How do you choose happiness the way that all of the attitude quotes tell us to do? These were all questions going on in my mind as I was trying to develop into my best self. Isn't that all what we're doing is trying to develop into our best selves? And that was when I found life coaching. Now, when I first heard the term life coach, I didn't think it was a real thing. I I didn't think that life coaching was real. I thought that it was kind of just a, a, like a fluffy title that people used to describe the way that they cheered people on. Like I actually pictured my junior high gym teacher like coaching someone to make sure that they could pretend to be in a meditative state for the rest of their lives or something. I don't know. I didn't know that it was actually a real thing, but I kept studying the principles behind it. I kept consuming the material because it was so intriguing to me and so different than everything else I'd heard. And I finally learned the tool that facilitates application of all the things I wanted to apply. And that tool slowly but very surely changed my life completely. Like if if we were to compare this to nutrition, for example, 
it was like all I've been eating in my life was mental Twinkies. And then I introduced all of the most exotic (laughs) natural fruits and vegetables and grass-fed proteins and complex carbohydrates and all of the most transformative exercise regimes. And once I introduced this metaphorical diet to my brain, everything in my life started to improve. My relationships, my marriage, my weight, believe it or not, my relationship with my weight and with food, my ability as a mother, all of it. Everything went from good to extraordinary. And all of it was solely because of the work I was doing on my mind. Now, that's not to say that before I started doing this work, that things were bad. I loved my life then, and I love my life now. But seeing what these tools and what this specific tool has done has elevated everything to a level I didn't even know existed. And I am so thrilled that I found it and discovered it at this point in my life because now I have more than half my life left to share this with the world. So, as you know, if you're here listening to me, it was very clear to me that I had to share this with the world. (laughs) I enrolled in the best life coaching program in the country. I mean, I would argue the best program, period. And I worked my butt off to become the best coach that I could become, which I'm still working on that. Becoming the best coach possible, that is a never-ending journey. And frankly, I am so thrilled to be on that journey. I mean, that's an amazing thing. So I started my own practice as a certified life coach and was having the time of my life. I loved coaching. I loved being an entrepreneur. And I loved setting new levels of what was possible for me and my life as a woman, as a human, as a wife, as a mother. And fast forward to October of 2019, last year, when I was initially supposed to be starting this podcast, incidentally, got pushed off till now. Thanks for your patience. Anyone that was having patience that didn't know that they were having patience. Uh, In October of 2019, through a whirlwind of events, I was told that I have lesions in my brain. I was told I have a condition called neuromyelitis optica or neuromyelitis optica spectrum disorder is another name for it, which honestly, when I first heard my neurologist say the name, I was like, are you talking about a fancy glow-in-the-dark vacuum or something? it's, It's a weird, weird name. I'd never heard of it. You probably haven't either. And if you have virtual high five to you. So I was diagnosed with this condition and was told that it was going to blind and paralyze me if I didn't start chemotherapy treatment immediately. I was told that the treatment was astronomically expensive, but that my life truly depended on it. So at that moment, it was more 
important than ever that I optimize my nutrition and my physical activity. But, wow, I would argue it was even more important that I optimize my mental abilities. That I equipped myself more than ever with skills and tools to start navigating this ridiculously unexpected life event. I am 26 years old. I have two very young children. I am married to an incredible human and was planning on having more than half my life left on this earth, which I hope is still true. But having a diagnosis like that was incredibly jarring, to say the least. And I knew that I needed a mental framework in place in order to navigate this. Because without that mental framework, I knew I would be suffering significantly more than I would need to suffer in order to survive and thrive with this condition. Now, I had chosen the name Brain Diet for my business well before I was diagnosed with NMO, but beautifully, the more time that passed and has gone on, the more fitting that name has become for what I do. This podcast is a mental diet for your brain. It is a place to come and learn about how you can work out your mind in order to add that final, too often neglected component of wellness to your repertoire. This is so much more than just a cute quote on Pinterest. Learning the skills and tools that you will hear about on this podcast will be life-changing if you allow them to be. And it's not just because they have been life-changing for me, but because these tools allow you to apply them to every individual circumstance in your life. It allows you to apply all of the good things you have wanted to apply in your life. So pat on the back to you, my friends, for entering the gym for your mind and starting your own brain diet. I can't wait to see where this podcast takes us. I look forward to all that I get to share and all that you get to learn. So that is where I will leave you. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you soon. Have a good one.